Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Billboard on Broadway podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Millsoff, senior editor at Billboard and Broadway expert here. So it's crazy for me to think that this coming March, it's actually going to have been two years since singer-songwriter Sarah Bareilles' musical Waitress opened on Broadway. I remember really well when it was about to open, as usually happens when a pop songwriter comes to Broadway, there was maybe a natural amount of perhaps not skepticism, but sort of an open-ended question of, okay, like, can she write a musical? Will it be good? And then there was the story of Waitress itself, which didn't necessarily seem tailor-made for singing and dancing. The show is based on a 2007 movie by Adrian Shelley about Jenna, a waitress who feels trapped in an unhappy and abusive marriage and channels that frustration into baking life-changing pies. And she also happens to get into an affair with her doctor. All very natural musical material. Uh, so from a, But from a musical standpoint, at least, I have to say I was pretty convinced that Sarah Bareilles could pull this off. If you know her music, you know she has a really beautiful sense of melody. She's an excellent storyteller. And I always felt like her more upbeat songs and even some of her music videos had a kind of jaunty, old school, Tin Pan Alley kind of feel to them. And as it turns out, the show is, like the movie, both charming and poignant, and what really holds it together is the music. The songs feel completely genuine to Sarah Bareilles' sensibility, so much so that she actually put out her own album of herself performing the songs. Uh, the show was nominated for several Tony Awards, and it's still going strong. Jason Mraz actually just extended his run as Jenna's love interest, Dr. Pomatter, and Sarah Bareilles herself who has stepped into the role of Jenna before, just announced that she's going to be returning to the stage in January for six weeks. Very exciting. Uh, so before that, she came into the studio recently with the current Jenna, Betsy Wolf, and Will Swenson, who plays Jenna's husband, Earl, to chat about the show and why it has become so beloved. She is hard on herself. She is broken. She is messy, but she's kind. She is lonely. Most of the time, she is all of this mixed up and bad. 
I'm happy to see all of you. You're all people I've seen before at some point in various contexts. And the last time I saw Sarah, I feel the need to remind you we were singing a great deal of The Secret Garden together. Of course we were, as <laughs> you do, <laughs> as one does. Yes, uh, Sarah has a wonderful rendition of If I Had a Fine White Horse that I feel the world should hear, but we don't need to do it that right now. But not, today. <laughs> but not today. But not today. <laughs> um, so to start out, the waitress tour just kicked off. In Cleveland, right? It Which is, is about to. It is, it is kicking, <laughs> it as, is kicking we, as we. Speak. Yeah, it is kicking as we speak. We're in tech, and it's um, kind of like the the final stages, fine tuning, fine tailoring the production for this cast, and they're they're wonderful. They're working so hard, and tech sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst, and they have the best attitude. So we're really grateful. The theater is. Absolutely bananas, gorgeous, and uh, it's going to be a good home for our first, our launch of the tour. I was going to say, is launching the first tour in any way like rebirthing the show in some way? <laughs> if you mean painful, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it is. It's, it's you know, the whole creative team is back in the room together. We're getting to re-examine moments that have been gnawing at us and um, just really kind of, you know, looking at every moment and... Um, but there's a lot of things where it's like, you know, it's it's just highly technical at this stage. It's it's the lighting cues and the automation cues all getting lined up. And so mm -hmm. the actors are doing a lot of improvisational dancing you know, <laughs> in place, as you do. That sounds like something I would enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's incredible. The show has been on Broadway for kind of coming up on two years now, which is weird to think about. I feel like it just opened. Um, and... I feel like it's kind of an exciting moment on Broadway in general where there are so many great shows where when we have a new cast come in, the new cast is like as exciting, sometimes more exciting than the original cast. And uh, I feel like Will and Betsy, you two are great examples of uh, the kind of exciting people who are coming into shows. Oh, that's nice. Um, oh, that's yeah, I was like, I need to go back. Um, so I was curious to hear about how you two came to the show, what you, your experience was with it before you auditioned or didn't audition. and what uh how did you come to casting the two of them who wants to go first <laughs> so. um i i was lucky enough to the very 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 first reading of the show ever like when it was just an idea i got asked to come and read earl um and it was like in the white source apartment yeah. And, yeah and we just sat around and sort of read the first draft um, and that was super exciting and then it like became a project and and went uh you know, went out of town, and, and I, I eventually got asked to come back and, and actually play the part, and so it was a neat full circle for me. Well, that's so interesting to me, because I'm always curious about how people start on workshops and then don't end up in the first cast, but come through at some other point. It's like a funny revolving door. Oh, yeah, schedules. I mean, there's everyone's got 45 projects, irons right. in the fire, so yeah. to speak, and Puzzle you're doing something, pieces, and you can't yeah. do the, the thing, and, and sometimes it works out with timing, and sometimes it doesn't, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it worked out for you. Yay! Okay. How about you, Betsy? Well, I'm, I, I have kind of a similar, strange-esque story, but I remember when it was, like, first kind of being talked about, I remember hearing about Sarah writing something, and and uh and diane directing it and i barry had just seen me do a concert at the time and uh we had a ca casual conversation about it and i just remember 
at the time thinking, that sounds like an incredible story. And then, you know, one thing led to another. I worked on another project. and and But it, I always knew it was happening. And then, of course, I saw um, Jesse do it and was just like, this is a beautiful story. And also, side note, an amazing role for a woman uh, our age. And as a female right now, too, it just... It always struck me as such a powerful show that so rarely do, you know, women in their 30s get to play a role like this on Broadway and tell this kind of a story. So when it came back into my world uh, last year, when they asked me to come in and audition, I was obviously ecstatic and just thrilled. And then so I got to see Jesse do it and then watch Sarah do it millions of times as I was getting ready (laughs) and, and just was excited to continue telling the story, really. We are beyond lucky to have these two incredible gems as a part of our cast and the continuation and the story of this show. And what I love, to your point, is that, you know, what seems to be happening is that we get to, it feels like it's evolving. It's not devolving. (laughs) It's like the show is an organism that continues to have a life that, you know, I love that the characters get to live and breathe as they are inhabited by different people and hopefully knock on wood may we be so lucky to have it happen many times you know that the show gets to be reinterpreted and um continue to to have a life but my gosh what it's such a joy to to look at this cast and just be so proud of this production two years in almost you know we're being generous with that but yes well, <laughs> yeah. in the grand scheme of things it's, yeah it's almost. and i know you kind of wrapped up about the tour already but i just want to say i saw the last um, run through of the tour in the room. How sweet is this? The Broadway company came <laughs> to see the our touring company and their final run through, and it's the craziest day. The tour, the the cast of the tour has like brought all of their can I swear all their <laughs> yes, shit in a yes. bag, <laughs> and they're like stressed out and sweaty, and they're like trying to pack, and people are already throwing things away from their bags that aren't, aren't going to fit in their luggage. There was an overweight pile. There <laughs> there was. Absolutely was. <laughs> And then uh, then they have to do their final run through and they came and it was such a supportive room. It was so incredible. So Betsy was there and Yeah, it just it translates. So I mean, as someone who's now been doing the show since June, I was crying at the end. And it had nothing to do with my involvement of it or that I get to tell the story every night. It had to do with the fact that you can step back from the show even though I'm like immersed in it right now and I see it all the time and I could be like, Oh, okay, you know, i I know what's coming, clearly. Yeah, yeah. But I was still so taken aback by what a story it is and it just it translates really really well with different companies and and people doing it and so I think it's I think you know the national tour audiences are really lucky that they get a chance to see it well it's I was wondering what about each of them made you feel they were really right for the part because Betsy for instance is you know you have a very different voice than Jesse and when Jesse was cast I was like oh this makes sense you have like such similar vocal qualities to Sarah and you have a gorgeous voice but I think of you as you know just a very different approach so what I mean what about each of them made you think like oh there's something there I want to zero in on with these roles well I I'm always like caressing Betsy post-show being like your voice is bananas it's it's incredible and she's got like chords of steel like this you perfect pitch and there's so much it's so it's so beautiful to sit back as a singer and to listen to someone interpret songs and never for a moment be like are are you gonna get there you know that feeling like is she gonna make it is she gonna try it's just 
perfectly executed every night. It's it's so consistent and so beautiful. But Betsy's brought so much heart and so much, um, even just as a company member, like they to to bring in this incredible spirit of leadership and camaraderie and to take that on stage every night. And I know you're so beloved in the cast as well. Um, so and the audiences across the boards are just loving this woman in this role you really are bringing so much to it and really true (laughs) really really true i'm not and people unequivocally hate will i was gonna say such a nice guy i do i love everyone no but i got the great pleasure of going into the show with will and it was I felt like I was in such good hands, and um, as a brand new person to the stage, it was it was incredibly nervous. And he was such a supportive castmate and scene partner, and he's <laughs> lies all lies. <laughs> <laughs> but just really, you brought so much um, so much depth and so much humanity to to Earl as well. And he's a complicated character. He mm-hmm. can very easily slip into a two two dimensional place, mm-hmm. and um, it's really you know in deft hands. It, he he is as alive as I think he's supposed to be. Good job, Will. Oh, my goodness. Yay. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of the fun of a show that is long running, um, is that you get to see the roles in the hands of different people. And because everyone is so different as a person, everybody obviously brings their own strengths and, and ideas to the table. And it's so fun to watch those dynamics interplay and become different. And it, like Sarah said, it's a really living, breathing organism and something that might be ring as a certain emotion or idea one night or with one cast rather, it, it could be completely different with the other. Um, and it, it's, it's just different and, and with this show all kind of wonderful, but um, it's, it's, that's why theater is so great is it's, it's not the same thing. It's not like watching the same movie over and over. You go again and you see a completely different or very different show. Mm-hmm. Often. Sure. Well, I think to that point, an interesting thing that I'd like to hear you guys talk about that I think a lot of people who don't know the nuts and bolts of Broadway don't know is what happens to a show when a new cast comes in. I think that there could be a tendency to think, well, the first year's over, the Tony's over, Sarah must be like going back to whatever else it is she's doing. But I know that that's... Most likely not the case. Um, so, I don't so have what? A life. <laughs> Did you have any idea yeah. how much this uh, project was going to suck out of your like time? If no, I, I had known, I would <laughs> have said no. I mean, to be, I'm not someone who's. Yeah. I'm like commitment phobic. Like, I don't. I'm not someone who's like, yeah, oh, that'll take five years and most of the hours of my life. Um, <laughs> no, but that's also a testament to why this musical is doing so well. As you know. I'm not going to name drop, but I've also worked on projects where other famous, you know, contemporary artists have written the shows and, and, you know, they'll write the show and then you don't have much involvement with them. And honestly, I think that it's part, you know, Sarah's always around. She's either hosting karaoke. She's no, but like in the best <laughs> Get rid of her. We, I, I, I can't get rid of I'm her. Like She's a putting bug. on my costume sometimes yeah. at 8 p.m. Can I zip you up? <laughs> take it off. <laughs> but no, but the fact is that she's like, the obviously everyone loves coming to work and she's there too. Or, or, you know, we just all know that like the creative team is still very much a part of this show. And so as someone who's never been in a long running show, <laughs> it's like literally, I always do the artistic, you know, short runs <laughs> and um, at nonprofit theater companies. So as someone who's finally coming into a show, I can see why this one is still, you know, going strong. That's 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, it's, it's interesting as people have come through the podcast in the past year, you know, we talk a lot about the overlap that musical theater has with pop music now. And I think in the beginning, it was Hamilton that everybody talked about. And now, it, I mean, Waitress is really being mentioned in the same breath with Hamilton as like, well, we have Lynn and we also have Sarah Bareilles. So it's like, it's really nice to hear that, you know, you're helping expand the world of what musical theater can sound like. And I also feel like you're just a favorite of musical theater people in general. I, I was, I've interviewed people over the years and asked, like, what do you listen to when you're not doing your show? Your name always comes up. So I'm curious, from your point of view, like, what is it about Sarah's music that do you think resonates with so many people or is making this show really connect? It's the honesty. Sarah writes from just like a, 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 just a heart-open, honest, completely vulnerable place, and it's so accessible and therefore sort of theatrical, that's what you kind of strive mm-hmm. for in the, in the musical mm-hmm. theater, is just honesty and, and telling a story. And she's a great storyteller in her, in her music, but also uh, super honest, not to mention the, the voice and the, and the melodies are, <laughs> They're are, nice. are They're very nice lovely. Yeah. Um, but I, I, for me, it, I just respond to the, the honesty. It's just great. That's mm. so sweet. I think your ability to, I'm going to just talk about you like you're not sitting here mm-hmm. next to <laughs> The ability to be able to write for specific characters and to be able to tell their journeys, because everyone's different. I think that that's probably what is so hard when you have someone coming from a pop world than trying to translate that to musical theater storytelling. I think that's one of the things that's so impressive about her music is you know, the songs that Jenna sings are very different from the songs that Dawn sings, and they have a different sound and different um, notes, and it's just, it's so clear that she, you know, really knew what she was doing. Like, that is like, a no, but it's, it's like, You might have not thought you yeah, did, maybe, but, like, yeah. it's... Thank you. I mean, I don't know. I was obsessed with the Blessed Unrest in 2014. That's the only That's, thing that got me through Is it Blessed Unrest or Blessed Unrest? What do you say? I've heard blessed both. Unrest, I, have, I say Blessed Unrest only because I like the alliteration. But I, not, I, I have no... I, I'm going to still go with Blessed. Yeah, blessed. <laughs> blessed Unrested. Blessed Unrested. <laughs> you guys, that's so sweet. Thank you. I, I so enjoyed the challenge of... I actually enjoyed the, the freedom of getting to write for different characters and in different styles. I think that's something when I was first starting out as a songwriter, my tendency was really towards very 
very things that varied stylistically and i had like mm-hmm. a reggae song and a country <laughs> yes. song and then like the really kind of um tongue-in-cheek song like a song like fairy tale that's sort of broadway-esque anyway mm-hmm. and um i i found that the tendency was to to sort of narrow the vision and so it was nice to get into a, a playground where it was like the gloves came off and there was space to create things that were really so different from each other. And I think that these characters, I mean, it speaks to the writing, I think, of this material too, coming from Adrian Shelley, who wrote the film and the mm-hmm. directed the film. Um, and then to Jesse Nelson, who wrote the script for the show, the book writer. Um, the characters are so vibrant and there's so much to say about them. They're, it was fun to kind of dive in. Well, I mean, you, the two of you have done a great deal of like, contemporary musical theater, I guess, not just, like, classic big shows. Um, I mean, in that kind of vein, like, where does Sarah's music fit in? Is it easier to sing in any way just because it's kind of, like, sounds like what you hear on the radio and, you know, I I feel like is very much of this time? (laughs) I would think it would be. It seems easier. (laughs) I just wonder if it feels like... The intervals are more... You played this role for 10 weeks. <laughs> the word easy is no. <laughs> to my mind. But I guess I, I mean, mean like more natural it's feeling. It's a joy to sing. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it, yes, there's so much of this material that falls in sweet spots. And thank goodness, you know, otherwise I don't know how you could do this show and not leave the stage. You know, if, yeah, if yeah. the whole two hours did not fall in your sweet spots. But I, it's... Uh, it's fun. It's a joy. I don't. I don't know what else to say. I don't feel constricted at all. I feel like I can take some liberties some nights, and there's freedom in that. And I'm not, you know, making the material suffer by doing it. It's. I think that's what's so great about it. For me, it's really fun to sing like this eight times a week. It's exhausting, but it's really, really fun. I've never heard you tired though. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, and you are. Belting. You should hear my take it from an old man. Just saying. Just saying. It's incredible. <gasps> I feel like the great takeaway from today is that Betsy is, in fact, a human being, despite yeah. evidence to the contrary. As far as we know. <laughs> I mean, did the time that you spent playing Jenna give you a completely different perspective on what these people are going through? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I-, I have to say, though, that um, my respect and admiration for folks who go into theater was already had grown so much just at the beginning of this process because I was watching this is so hard it is so demanding and to come from being just like a regular old pop artist what y'all are doing is just a pissed a pop star but what you do is so much harder than what we do like and it's um but I also, what I really responded to was the the team sport of it all. Mm-hmm. That it's it's impossible to extract um, sort of your own singular experience from the collective. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why people come and do harder work for less money. <laughs> because it is... <laughs> It is so deeply rewarding to stand on stage every night and take the company bow and and realize mm-hmm. that you you along with the people on stage, people behind the stage, the the ushers, the the house manager, like everybody has worked hard to to create an environment for the audience. It is so it is um, 
the only thing I've done that's felt quite as much like being of service in that way, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of a performance um, perspective. It really feels like you're in service of the audience every night, and um, you don't, you can't do it alone. Nobody can do this by themselves. I say it's the most collaborative art form. I can't think of Absolutely. another that takes as many different departments and disciplines all thrown into the same, you know, mixing bowl mm-hmm. for the for the end product. I, I can't think of it. For a performance, I mean, like yeah. film is deeply collaborative, but it's yeah. it's done in stages. This right. is like every night; it's yeah, an for orchestra. All to come together at once, exactly. yes, exactly. But so many elements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Between the technical and the music and the acting and the and the crew and it's just it's so many things coming together for for. It's go time. magic. And like you said, the rewards in those variables then and mm-hmm. the differences that happen each night are just really really exciting. Yeah. I was going to say that, I mean, pop music can be super collaborative, but it's I think it's rare to get everyone in the same place at the same time, the way happens in a theater. And I wonder if in some ways you like this better than, you know, the, the recording career aspect of your life, or is it just like differences and both of um, them balance you out? I mean, I think that I, I'm really grateful that this has um, come to me at this stage in my life, too. I mean, I, I so enjoyed... I've so enjoyed being an artist and a performer in the pop realm, but I, I, yeah, I think I I got a little burnt out. It can be very monotonous, but so can this. You know, it's it's like, (laughs) it's like, you know, it was nice to sort of change gears a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll preface this by saying that the show is very funny. I think that there are plenty of laugh out loud moments, but I know when it started out, it was a little bit of like, this is a little bit of a sad story. Um, there is, I think, a woman who doesn't your... want her baby. What do you mean? There's a strong undercurrent of sadness to both of your characters in different ways, I think. And it is a story about whether or not to have an abortion and like, how will this read on Broadway? Um, obviously it's going very well, but I think that it's a story that to me, uh, and like you said, Betsy, to have like a strong female lead character who's not just an ingenue, um, it feels like it was timely when the show premiered and it has only probably gained in timeliness in the time that you've mm-hmm. been on stage. So I'm just curious whether that's something you all think about when you're on stage every night. Do you feel kind of different reactions from the audience as time goes by? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Sarah could speak to this, but the um, the messages that I receive, the handwritten letters, the instant messages, direct messages, Twitter uh, messages that people write, there's a a large group of people that are tremendously affected by this show. And it, it doesn't mean that they're women who are in relationships they don't want to be in and find themselves pregnant. It can, it, it really, really ranges from anyone who's just, you know, found themselves at a moment in time in their lives where they have kind of two roads to go down and, and which road they choose. And the show at least according to the things I've read, has been insanely inspiring to people and and has truly changed the lives of some people. And I know that sounds really extreme to say, like, oh, a musical can do this. But, you know, people find themselves in characters and art, and and it's uh, it's been thrilling for me. I do not take it lightly what I get to do every night. I love the fact that I get to do that. And in 2017, I am Mm. so proud to be telling this story. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of musicals out there right now and we keep kind of doing the same thing and so I'm really happy to be in a musical that continues a forward sense of conversation for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I mean it's one of the things I was so drawn to about the material itself is that these were messy characters. That's why 
that word is in, in she used to be mine. It's I just I liked because I think that that's actually the more relevant human experience is that we don't have heroes and villains. We have complicated people who are doing the best they can and make mistakes and have to live in spite of that. And somehow we have to find each other in the middle. So I, there's a lot of people who are making big mistakes in this show on purpose and knowingly and having to reconcile that. And, you know, even our the closest thing we have to a villain is our Earl character. And even he is, he's a wounded, vulnerable, scared human. That's where those choices come from. That's where that behavior manifests is out of fear and out of panic at being left behind. So... Mm-hmm. I like that we're not we're not pretending that that the lines aren't blurred, but because I think that's the more human experience to speak to. Do you ever find yourself wanting to belt shoes to be mine? Every night, <laughs> In I sing along backstage. I'm I'm really distracting. I hear you. It's, it's getting complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that would be an excellent miscast choice for you. Ooh, right? Yeah. Oh, I love. I like that. that. He does it in a higher key though than I do. So. <laughs> 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 you could let your actual hair down and just like yes. Yes. have a moment. And, and dress and <laughs> let it all go. Um, well, Sarah, I have to mention while you're here your amazing song that just came out, uh, If I Dare. Oh, thanks. And so where Thank like you. everybody, I feel like everyone is talking about it. Everyone is mentioning like big words attached to it, um, which I won't put out into the universe yet. But um, caramelization. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, words like that, totally. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's a. I, I feel like it's gotten a really great reaction, and again, like feels like a really great moment for a uh, lady for, lady forward song like that to be coming into the universe. Um, and I'm curious when you. I wish I would have <laughs> thought of that word as my hashtag. Lady, lady forward. Lady forward. I love forward. It. Hashtag, hashtag lady, lady forward. forward. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean. Did having the experience of working on Waitress and writing Waitress at all play into your writing process for Absolutely. that? Like, do you see yeah. ways in which like your worlds are bleeding into each other? I think what <laughs> what Waitress did for me was was really give me the the time and space to explore what it feels like to write from someone else's perspective in a way that felt authentic to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something I've always shied away from co-writing. I always shied away from. Um, writing songs that I figured someone else might end up singing because I felt like I would lose kind of the thread of authenticity. Um, And that was one of the greatest gifts of working on Waitress was that, oh, it can, there are, if creating something um, for someone else can actually end up being something that just augments the song itself. Like I, I listen to these interpreters every night singing the songs that I wrote and they're so much better. <laughs> They're so much better because someone else is singing them. And so um, even that, just going into writing for the film, you know, talking about Billie Jean King and her story and watching her story on film and trying to, how do you possibly, like, put that into words? And it was just about trying to speak to um, the elements of her story that spoke to me and finding that, finding the, the connective tissue there and, and trying to put that down. So and you, she I, liked it, so it felt like that was a big. I won. Amazing, yeah. and I feel like I want to give a shout out to Nick Bertel, 
Absolutely. Who Who's actually a friend of mine from college. Is he really? Yes. <laughs> he he has been. It, it was so much fun. I thought they were so smart. The directors, John and Val and, and Nick, their vision for that song was to use um, score that was already thematic in the movie and try to build from that. But they gave me a lot of freedom to sort of play around with the music itself. But um, no, Nick was an awesome collaborator. And so using his some of his score to jump off from was just like it already put it in this really spectacular kind of collaborative place. It was really fun. Yeah, I love the idea of the two of you together. Um, awesome. He's the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you all for coming. Thank you. And good luck with thank the continuing you. excellence of the show. Thank you. Keep it going. Hashtag Lady Forward. Harmonization. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Waitress is playing at the Brooks Atkinson Theater on Broadway now. If you're a fan of the Billboard on Broadway podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and give us lots of stars and nice reviews as usual. Uh, you can always find me on Twitter at Rebecca Millsoff and can use the hashtag Billboard on Broadway to tweet about the podcast and hope to have you back next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.